This is a Head Cannon Circus production. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, shout out, shout out for that intro, man. Stage bring us in, in smooth. It's kind of like the quiet storm intro, almost. You know, you get that that vibe going. The yeah, man, he got me making. He making me another one too for a different show. Okay, okay, but we gotta gotta feature that too. Hey, everybody. There's <laughs> <laughs> another episode of the Gladiator Cipher Podcast. It's your boy Pseudonym Slim here again, one more time. We got my fellows with me. How's it going? Man, I'm good. Feeling good. Feeling great. How are you? Peachy yeah. King, man. I'm here, you know, getting drunk. Just <laughs> had to set the set the pool up for the kids and shit, you know. Nice. That's yeah. what's up. What you mean? You mean the fire hydrant? You mean the pool? No, nah, man. I know we in the hood. We got a little above ground drink, little, you know what I'm saying? They babies, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Little above ground, take up the whole backyard, but you know. <laughs> okay. Okay. They like it. I love it, man. Well, in the hood, you, you know, this shit, the maintenance on that motherfucker is crazy. Oh, my Dang. man. You got, can't, can't cuss for two minutes, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just it. The maintenance it's on that cool. drink crazy, though. You got filters and all that, but you know, whatever. They like it. They having fun. Whatever. Oh, you there got a railroad above ground. You ain't got like a blow-up joint. You got a railroad No, no. I got the rails in the joint. You got to put the chlorine and the the oh, pH up, pH down, yeah, bro, yeah. Put the cover on at night so the raccoons oh, wow. don't go in there drinking it and shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah bro. My girls up to the U, man, so they could be in that pool all day going yeah. buck. Yeah, they know I how to swim yet or not? Yeah, they can swim. Oh, that's good. That's good. Vaughn can yeah. swim for real. A dub can swim with the vest on. Okay, okay. So they got a little swim club out in the county. I was thinking about taking them out there for that, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely important. Have your kids learn how to swim. I know you keep hearing all these stories in the news, like one will be drowned or something, the buddies jump in trying to save, and everybody end up. Yeah. Up, man. So definitely it's a good thing that, that they're at least familiar with it. But um, yeah. bring it back to the topic. Uh, we're going to kick this off. We got our top three segment once again, and today we're going over top three underrated albums. All right. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to jump in. Go. I'm going to say uh, – when I gave this class, I was thinking of underrated albums by people like, my thought was like, and I should have explained it better, from people that we rock with, that albums maybe don't get enough love, or somebody that we like, just we think as an artist don't get enough love, and they got mm-hmm. a, just a bomb-ass album, so. Okay, so okay. Some people were like, what do you mean underrated? And I'm like, I like, because they're like, I can mean anything. Like, somebody could think an album that we all love is underrated, and it's like, is it really underrated at that point, if everybody fucks with mm-hmm. it? So, that, that was my thoughts on that, so. <laughs> I don't know, would you you want to kick it off, pseudonym? Yeah, sure, sure. I'll kick it off. Um, let's go round robin. We'll each do one and then yeah, move yeah. On. so my first is by um TDE's own Ab Soul. Uh his album These Days dropped in 2014. Um and I just feel like Ab Soul is kind of like the the dark night of the whole TDE camp. We haven't really heard much from him aside from a few features, I think since his latest album dropped. So you know, it's always nice hearing from him. But this album, I really liked um, the features on it he had were great. He had some quality bars. He even had like a little battle rap segment towards the end with Daylight, which was pretty hard. Um, 
and I, I've noticed one uh, one sort of a pattern that he likes to do. So he likes to work with Danny Brown a lot. And that's going to lead me to my next one, but I'll get into that a little bit. So he's got a song right here with Danny Brown that goes pretty hard, too. So I would say These Days, Absol 2014. If you haven't heard it, check it out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Absol there. I mean, uh, uh, that's a good one. Nip, Nip, do you want to go next or you want me to go next? Uh, I don't even know if mine's are underrated or not, but whatever. I'm going to go um, uh, Lupe Fiasco's The Cool. Ooh. I don't really hear that Dre mentioned a lot, but that is that's a classic. I think it's a classic hip hop album. Yeah, um, me too. But I, I think Lupe is one of the most underrated um, rappers. I guess. Um, period. I know mm -hmm. him and uh, him and Royce was having a little beef um, this week after uh, Red Man said that. Royce was uh what a top five or a top ten or was a goat rapper or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um and then Royce said that Lupe wasn't in a position to anoint nobody, whatever like that. But I I I think Lupe could give Royce a little run. I think so too. Honestly, yeah, I don't I don't think he no slouch. Um, um I, I, I guess maybe I'm in the minority. I think Lupe's better than Royce, but I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't know about better, but he can get busy with him. He can get funky. I, I, <laughs> I think it's he. I, I'm not gonna say he's better. I'm not gonna say, bro. Song while like making songs and as well as being a, a super lyricist and all that shit. Yeah, hell uh -huh. yeah, he definitely makes better songs than than, than Royce. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think they, I think they kind of neck and neck. If you're talking about like favorites, I think I would favor Lupe over Royce. Than, most definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. But okay. yeah, my first train is the cool, yeah. For sure, good pick. Right, that's a good one, man. I, I, I like that one. I'm, I'm mad that I didn't uh, peep that one. But all right, so I guess my number three is going to be um, Nas and Damian Marley, Distant Relatives. It's going to be my number three. Like, I feel like this is like, I know Nas has his lost tapes or whatever. I feel like this is the lost album. Like cats yeah. that really rock with Nas, cats that really fuck with that reggae, blah blah blah. Like no one when I bring this album up and I go, they go for real, they made an album together. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, listen to that shit. And when every time everybody listens to it, they come back and be like, Oh, that damn it's just dope. Like mm -hmm. almost to the point that they feel like this is more Nas's comeback album than any other the ones that he had before. Like it actually felt more like Nas. It felt more personal. Mm -hmm. And then uh Damian Marley uh Damian Marley on there does his thing as well. And, yeah. But yeah, it's one of my favorite. I mean it's probably in my top three Nas albums and I think nobody even half time knows it even exists. So my number three is going to be Nas and Damian Marley, distant relatives. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, moving right along. So I kind of mentioned this artist a little bit earlier when I was talking about Absol, but Danny Brown. Um, not only do I think he's an underrated artist, I think this project, Triple uh, X, was underrated also. So this kind of dropped a little bit before he started to see a lot of mainstream success uh, with his follow-up album to this one. But I think that this one is like way harder than uh, the album where he had the song about a... Uh, steps or something sitting on the porch i can't remember the title but yeah triple x that album it, it goes hard and danny's kind of underrated to me uh just his delivery his approach after you get over his voice a little bit because um, it might turn some folks off i kind of appreciate like his aggressiveness and um 
kind of the craziness he talks about, like in some of the, the lyrics and stuff is wild. So I like this one a lot. If you're a Danny Brown fan, definitely check out Triple X if you haven't already. All right. Uh, I'm going to go, my second drum, I'm going to go Streams of Thought, Volume 1, Black Thought. Um, that shit was bars galore. Like I, The other Streams of Thought were pretty good, but Streams of, one, volume, streams of Thought, Volume 1, that shit was crazy. That shit was a hip-hop clinic. Um, yeah, I don't even know what else to say about it. I mean, I, I you know I'm a Black Thought stand and shit, so. Everything he do, I'm gonna say whatever. But I don't feel like I don't feel like any of the streams of thought get the play or the recognition that they should get. Like I mean, I know I know Black Thought fans mm-hmm. listen to all of them, but they don't really get burn. I guess of course they don't get a radio burn because he don't do like hooks and melody, yeah. auto tune, and all that goofy ass shit. But um, as far as like like lyricism flows and shit like that like ah, that shit is un, 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 unmatched and shit. i think a lot of people missed that missed that album no nah, that's that, that, that's a good one um i'll be honest with you like if we did a I only reason i haven't done a top three underrated artists list because i feel like black thought will probably be close to i know me and tony's probably number one because yeah, most of us don't even know how good of a lyricist he is in general yeah, let alone yeah. and for an album so i mean mm-hmm. yeah man i'm right there with you on that one man i, I can't shit. <laughs> that, that's right up my alley there um my my number two i'm kind of going to take a little uh different flip a little bit of genre here a little bit on this one my number two so my number two is actually going to be uh led zeppelin in through the in through the outdoor mm-hmm. so i'm a huge zeppelin fan and i think for most of the rockheads you know they they'll tell you zeppelin one two and actually four actually zeppelin three was on my list originally because i feel like zeppelin three gets not enough respect but i feel like it's been a resurgence and zeppelin three mm-hmm. has been getting a lot more respect than uh before a lot of all the angsty musician kids rock with zeppelin three but anyway um, most people know the, the, the big classic hits of Zeppelin. I feel like this album, this was later in their career. I think this is like 79, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And a little later in their career, this is when they were kind of almost experimenting similar to what they did in Led Zeppelin uh, 3. But instead, Zeppelin 3, where they experimented more with higher blues and jazz feels and sounds. Mm-hmm. This one, uh, in through the outdoor, they more experimented with more uh caribbean beats more like jazz fusion or blues fusion and you just didn't get that from especially white rock bands in that era now i know zeppelin has a little bit of kind of biter ish to them it's come out now that they bit a lot of other people's stuff but i think this album for what they were trying to do and accomplish Mm -hmm. is holds up better in time but i think also gets washed out of their legacy because when it first came out everybody fucking hated it so mm-hmm. mine is going to be Zeppelin in through the outdoor is my second most uh, underrated album from artists. All right, all right, I'm a Zeppelin fan too. My favorite is uh, Houses of the Holy, but I really haven't heard a whole whole lot of their catalog. It's just that's what my dad had on CD, so I used to hear that a lot. <laughs> so I got to go back and listen to some of the other stuff. But yeah, I ain't, I ain't that culture. I don't listen to Zeppelin like that. So you know. oh, your fuck your fucks with Zeppelin. Nip. I think like, I heard a few I songs. I, I need to. I know I need to go back and listen. I, 
stack. It's it's been, I, it's been on the to do list. I'm I'm gonna do it though. I will put that on it because how you like what you like with the blues, jazz, right. and a little bit of mm-hmm. funk. Right. Zeppelin's the only band that really did that and did it like justice. Like okay. you you find like I'm not a rock fan. I will tell you that I'm not a rock fan at all. I fucks with Zeppelin. Zeppelin like they play music music. They go in so. I would tell you, especially if you go through Zeppelin one, two, three, and four, mm-hmm. like you'll become a fan real quick because they they play some real shit. So, uh, let me go check it out. All right, and then my final pick, which is actually a very recent album I dropped um, by Lloyd Banks, "The Course of the Inevitable." Uh, I think Lloyd Banks did his thing on this album, and it's crazy that a lot of people weren't really talking about it. I mean, it, it kind of popped up a bit maybe the first couple of days of its release on Twitter. Everybody's talking about, you know, bring back the third verse, you know, Lloyd Banks is killing it, all this kind of stuff. But when you hear talk about like the top rap albums of the year so far, I think this one is up there. Um, he's got a ton of music on here. Not a whole lot of features, but each song is put together well. He's got the choruses in there. Um, he's really giving you a, a great addition to his catalog with the album. So if you're a Lloyd Banks, and at all, I definitely, definitely recommend checking it out. You just listen to New York hip hop. Definitely, definitely check out the course of the inevitable. It's a great project. I don't know why I couldn't get into that drink. I'd listen to it and I was just like, mm-hmm. my song two or three, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. All right on this joint. Uh, it wasn't bad. Like, I don't want to speak bad about it. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. a bad album. I just was, this wasn't my, I don't know, the feeling wasn't there for me. Yeah, I think because he doesn't rely on, like you know what kind of rap he's going to give you and it's not his delivery isn't so um dark that it's going to like wake you up or you know kind of go through the oh you're going to catch on there's a lot of stuff i'm more so listening to like the bars and just trying to get into the words he's saying but you're right it can kind of depending on what kind of mood you're in it could be a little bit of a bore but i mean for me listening to it um, I'll just put it on in like a car or something. I just zone out and the lyrics just kind of push me from the brain. I'm like, oh yeah, this is tough. So that was my uh, top underrated album of the year. Dig it. Okay. What you got, Nip? Uh, my number, number one is going to be uh, Fiend, Street Life. Woo! Yeah, dog. Down. Country, Massapete, No Limit. Like, that shit is one of my... It's, it's, I ain't gonna say it's a top five hip hop album of all time, but it's in my top five favorite albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Is that the joint where he flipped that, uh, never gonna dance again? No, this shit is all like, uh, it's the womp, womp. yeah, what's yeah, that's Mr. Womp. Oh, you know, rock, I'm thinking of Mac, the rock thing, show. I'm sorry, I know, I know, yeah. I know, exactly. no, this that's is the rock show. Uh, 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 from London. What did it say? Uh, I can't remember the name of the fucking song. Uh, it never really saw the bullet coming. No type of instincts for running. I wish he would have came with me to London. I never knocked the sussle. I was the one that gave him muscle. This is my shit, dog. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This fucking outcome. This shit. All cool. What was that? Like junior year or some shit? Yeah, yeah, that might have been sophomore junior. Yeah, Uh, yeah. That no, you're right. Yeah. Album, cause. Yeah, I went through a no limit phase. I, I went back and listened to that one. I really like uh Fiend a lot. I wish he would drop some more here recently. I know he's been on some features. No, he's 
Oh, really? I was about to say, he probably walked. Yeah, he I'm sucks like, now. He we never do that. Yeah, yeah, He sucks now. He's not hungry. He's hungry. He lost the hunger. He could pack that shit up. Yeah. And, and, and I was supposed to he could pack that shit up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My favorite, No Limit. That's definitely one of my top, like, my top five favorite albums, though. Like a quick aside, my favorite No Limit track, the uh, it starts on Romeo's like, Dad. You know, he's like, Romeo, what you been doing fighting at school, boy? And then Romeo, like, Dad, the boy called me a nigger. <laughs> and then Master because I'm just a black man trapped in this white world. Like, it's so, like, you gotta listen to that joke. It's just, the intro just kills me. I don't know. It's just funny. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be serious, oh. but it just made man, me. Man, I forgot we didn't even put that uh, Soldier Boy and Bow Wow joint on the list today. I mean, that could be amazing news. I, I think Romeo showed up for that too. But anyway, yeah. uh, I couldn't. Now, do my it. number Oh, the, the, yeah, ahead, I tried. Go I, did. I got about 15 minutes into it. And now, look, I ain't gonna lie. I was more entertained by Soldier clapping on Bow Wow the whole time. That enjoyed me more than anything. He but was, the music, he, I was like. When I came in, <laughs> he ran the same song back like three times. Yeah. I'm not watching this shit, bro. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I'm out. I'm not listening to this shit, man. I said, is this nigga serious? Nah, you don't got enough pieces to do remixes. <laughs> no, nigga, it's a part you to spend three songs on one song. Young Draco, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> There's something, something wrong with that dude, man. He's crazy. A little peewee. Yeah, that jungle was going in on Bow Wow ass the whole night. I just remember Bow him. Wow was like, man, <laughs> Bow Wow was like, man, where your verse at? He go, man, be patient. Be patient. <laughs> <laughs> Young Draco, we gotta put some more respect on Draco Dave, bruh. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and my, my honorable mention is gonna be Bubba Sparks uh, Deliverance, just because I think that's an album people should check out. Uh, album. Um, but my number one is gonna be people gonna be like, this ain't underrated, but I think it's underrated is Michael Jackson Bad. I think Michael Jackson Bad is a fucking underrated album because it came at the Thriller and Thriller killed everything. And I don't think people give respect to how dope Bad is. Like I think Bad is better than Thriller. I think Bad is doper than, than Thriller all the way. Yeah, I see. Like I said, I think Bad is dope because I guarantee you, you ain't listen to Bad in a minute. Just hide the cocaine because this nigga's high. Look at oh, <laughs> Stop it. Stop it, Nip. Because I'm pretty sure you ain't. That's why I said it's underrated. I, I doubt you listened to Bad recently. And uh, Liberian Girl. No, I listened to Bad, it, but it's, it is. It, uh, okay, it's okay. Not I'm not gonna. Say, I'm, not gonna I'm not gonna put it down like that. Bad is my number three. I'll say that. Bad is my number three. Come on, man. I I, I could go with that, but I'm saying my point is I think it's better than Thriller because Thriller got what is that? The girl is my. It got a couple. Of, it got like two soft songs in there. It does. It does. Bad it does all through. Yeah. Bad all the way yeah. through, kick your door in, man. Kick your teeth in, bro. And so, Bad is my underrated album because I feel like MJ get no respect for Bad, man. Because off coming off off the wall and Thriller, I mean, he pretty much had to turn into God himself for people to, to respect the joint. album. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like Bad did it. Hold on, when I say that too, I think Bad over time is a better album than Thriller is over time. Like in the time where it was released, I would have agreed with you. But now, when I listen to a music for music. Bad is way better musically than I think Thriller is, man. And I don't know if it's because Bad is a little bit more personal for Michael, because I know in Thriller, he had a lot more writing credits with Quincy. Then in Bad, he had a lot more of his own writing credits. 
But I, I mean, I rock with Batman. That's my number one underrated album of all time. And only because the other two were just fucking slobber knockers and you had to follow that up and you still did hit the mark following that up. So shout out to that. Shout out to MJ, man. He'll, he'll, he'll always live more popular than Jesus Christ. Remember that. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, oh, I, can't tell you how I can't tell you how to feel, but I don't know. I don't think it's smoking. Yeah, the way you make me feel, okay. Speed Demon, Liberian Girl. Smokers. Just Good Smokers. Friends. No, that's a throwaway. Another part of me, that's a throwaway. Man in the Mirror. Oh, stop it. Another part of me is a throwaway? You you are bugging there. <laughs> it's just another part of me. You better stop it. You better play that. All right, all right, you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right, right. You better <laughs> stop it. Friends, you better just get stop friends it. the throwaway, though. Just get friends oh, yeah, the throwaway. Oh, yeah, 100%. I agree with you. Just get friends. Not another part of me. Man in the Mirror. I, I just can't, can't stop, stop loving, you. loving you. Dirty Diana, smooth. Dirty Diana is a smoker. Leave me alone. Man. Smooth criminal, yeah. All right, leave yeah. me alone. Come All on, right. bro. Come you on, right. bro. Ah, uh. bad as a smoker. Because <laughs> I'm just telling you, because if you listen to Thriller and that, if, if we were in the '90s, I would mm -hmm. agree with you. But as music has evolved, bad has gotten better as bad music has evolved. It, man. It do get more burn. It does. It does. Yeah, like bad is tough now, man. Like. Because mm. I listened to the other day, and I was like, hold on. This is on bad? Hold on. This is on bad? And I, I ain't going to get started on Dangerous, because Dangerous got a couple of smokers, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And mm. we don't even talk about that. I remember the time. That's on bad. Like, I mean, on Dangerous. Dangerous got a couple of smokers, too, that we don't want to talk about with MJ. Like, I see why MJ what he was. We, we give him all that pop shit. But if you really want to pop shit, MJ got some. He got some. He, do, he got some. Ass, he got some. He got some. I don't know if I put it at number two spot over Thriller. I don't know how to put it at number two spot. Well, off the got, walls number one. Weekend. Oh, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm going yeah, to yeah, go yeah, listen yeah. to it. Oh, yeah. Off the walls number one. Yeah, That's yeah. We may not go to bake that. Yeah, yeah. And anybody that says yeah. any different than that, then you no longer can talk music with me if you're talking about off the wall <laughs> like the best one. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got our top threes out the way. So we had some albums dropped last week. Uh, we're going to be covering three, getting started. Let's get into. Dang, Alexa. Uh, let's get into Tyler, <laughs> the creator. <laughs> Call me if you get lost. Mr. Tyler, what do you call him? Baudelaire. His latest album uh, featuring DJ Drama. Gentlemen, how'd you like this project? Hey, look here, man. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to make mine simple. I'm going to go first because I'm going to be in and out, man. Mm -hmm. um, he just created another album that's probably going to be album of the year. Like, I don't got no cons on this. The only con I got on this album is that Pharrell probably had the best verse on the whole album, but it don't matter because it's on the album, so it still smokes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Say say something crazy. Pharrell smoked that thing. Pharrell bro. did not have the best album. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't have the best verse on the album. The joint oh, fucking I, I, uh uh Wilshire. He was smoking that Tyler was smoking that shit. The manifesto is better than Manifesto, bro. Fuck no, Pharrell didn't have the best verse on this joint. Be best eight on the whole album, Pharrell got no. It. no. If you want to go with whole songs, no. then yeah, because they got more bars. Be no, find I'm find a better the eight bars, on Tyler. The find bars a better that, eight. The bars that Pharrell, I mean, Pharrell, that Tyler was spitting at the end of Manifesto are definitely better than the eight that Pharrell threw out. No, nah, you're talking crazy. You're talking crazy. But and anyway, he had the whole yeah, love story. 
Yo, and the whole love story was better than his joint the, on, 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 on Wilshire. Wilshire, yeah. You tripping. No, you tripping, motherfucker. Y'all listen again. Y'all ears must be falling in love. Y'all must want that gay nigga too, man. Y'all falling in love. First of all, <laughs> first of all, I'm not even listening to Pharrell rap. I'm here. <laughs> okay, well then, then, then why are we talking about this? If you talk about you ain't listening to Pharrell rap, then I listen to it. I'm not gonna say I didn't listen. I listened to it, but you're not gonna say he had the best verse on the album. No, fuck. He had, no, he had the best. He had yes, he had the best bars on the album, man. No, fuck no. I maybe I gotta read it because I wasn't feeling yeah, that maybe. shit. Maybe, maybe I, I gotta pull up. I gotta pull up genius on y'all asses. Like I always. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me see the lyrics on this shit. Well, go, go, go ahead. Y'all comment as we go continue. Go ahead. That's all uh, I got. It's a smoker. I'll go next because Nip. I know you, you like this joint a lot. Um, I like I'm the album from the from the rip. I'm copping the album. Like we ain't even got the rating. I'm copping the album. It's five. <laughs> we ain't got to talk about it. My like I said, my favorite two joints on there is uh is uh Wilshire and uh. Is it Wilshire or Milshire? It's Wilshire, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Wilshire and Manifesto. And the Manifesto joint is my favorite joints. I don't think I have a skip on there. Me too. Uh, yeah, the, the, the interlude joint with Mama Talk. She's talking about, <laughs> is Daddy fine? I'm fine. What you thought it was? That's my shit. <laughs> he told me he's scared to fight. And I'm going up on everybody at the principal. I fight kids, kids over my kids. <laughs> yep, I'm with yep. all that goofy shit. <laughs> I would all that dumb shit. Uh, <laughs> man, I don't got nothing negative to say about this joint. Yeah, uh, me either. I really like uh, Massa. I like um, Hot Wind Blows. And I like uh, Manifesto, too. Especially with uh, Domo Genesis being on that one. That was dope. Um, I never yeah. really was a really big uh, odd future fan per se um i would hear tyler stuff you know in passing i think i gave maybe his um a run through once or twice but i think this was probably my favorite project from him so far um i like the difference between a lot of the songs like he has some more r&b vibes you know he has some more just straight rapping vibes on the album so i thought it was i thought it was pretty dope um like i said i would cop it and it's a strong running for an album of the year my only question to y'all, do you think that uh, DJ Drama adds or could you have gone without DJ Drama on this thing? I think it gave it a nostalgic feel, like when he was dropping the uh, the uh, the gangster grills and shit. Like I think it yeah. gave it that 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 feel, so it brought it back. So I mm -hmm. uh, I like I like it. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, he wasn't on every single song intro on it. I think like some of the more melodic ones. I don't even think he had popped up towards the later half of the album. But yeah, I agree with you. I didn't I didn't think it took away too much. It was a little bit it taught me back to like high school, you know, Wayne and all them, drama coming in, talking his ish. So I thought it was cool. Yeah, no, I mean I, I again I think it just gave it gave it an aesthetic and uh I mean the, the album was called Call Me When You Get Lost. So mm -hmm. I felt like Almost in my mind, I felt like DJ Drama there was pretty much bringing us back to an era of a hip hop that's kind of bygone. I mean, luck. I mean, lately we've been lucky because I've been mean, Peter Rosenberg put out "Get Laid" and uh, you know whatever, or whatever, real late or whatever it is. And yeah, real late. With K Slay. Yeah, earlier before we were talking about K Slay, like that kind of mixtape vibe and feel. Like we don't even get no more hip hop. Like it don't even exist anymore. So it did feel kind of new. It did feel kind of refreshing hearing something that kind of connected me back to like when I first started listening to hip hop, getting mixtapes and 
me and Nip going to Charlie House and be like, hey, you got this. And can you, <laughs> can you dub that off for us? Yeah, you, like, it gave me that feel. I ain't going to lie. It gave me that feel. And then it even more gave me that feel because, you know, some of the songs he sings on, and anybody know if you got a real mixtape, it probably had like yeah. an R, one or two R&B tracks on there. And like, so even how Tyler's set up, you know, we, my key word earlier is the show is the sequencing of all the songs, it even mm-hmm. felt like a mixtape, but it was a real album. And it really yeah. displayed that... Let's be real. Like, I mean, it's a shame that we don't, that people don't talk about Tyler the way they talk about Drake and Cole and all these other jokers that, and Kendrick and all that. Like, That's a if you can make an argument, Tyler's last three albums is probably some of the dopest all the we've gotten. Albums. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and but I think it's a shame that he don't get that kind of fanfare. When people talk about, oh, who's probably the most popular rapper right now or the, or the mm-hmm. hottest rapper, Tyler name don't get mentioned in that. I mean, it should. But it don't get mentioned in that. So I, I just feel like it's almost getting to the point. It's getting almost disrespectful for Tyler. Like we got to start putting that respect on him and our future's name a little better now. But whatever. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, I see him kind of taking like a, a Diddy role as he gets older. Like he's, he has a good ear for music. Think about like the internet and their success. You know, he's had a hand in a lot of people's careers. So I like to see him too, not only continue to work on his own projects, but continue to lend like his expertise out to like different bands or different acts coming up because he, I think he has a really good ear for music. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and he produced pretty much damn near this whole album, man. And mm-hmm. he probably does that better than probably everybody in the game right now. I mean, as much as we all love Kanye on this, like Kanye's production lately been kind of kind of nuts, man. So, I mean, yeah. Tyler may be the best rapper slash producer running in the game right now easily. And I don't want to hear these J. Cole stands at me. Fuck that. J. Cole production is terrible. Fuck that. I said <laughs> yeah, it. I wasn't even gonna speak that man's name when it comes to production. But we yeah. we not gonna we not gonna put him up there with Kanye yet, though. Man, we ain't doing that. What about uh Big Draco? That's about right now, not overall, uh, but right now. Like today, You're not gonna like, tell me, yeah, yeah. Like June, June 28th, 20. What year is this? Look, I say for the last two years, man, like nah, from Igor gotta... and this, who, what, what has Kanye done between the last two years that you like production-wise was dope as hell? His gospel that, album? That gospel shit was hard. That gospel, right, production-wise, right. that gospel album was hard, cuz. Right, I'm. It wasn't better than Igor. I'm not going to, I ain't going to say that. That's my point. And you sit here going off like... <laughs> But come on, man. Like, I get come on, man. You know I'm a Kanye stand. Niggas, I, when niggas start talking crazy about yeah, I got the yeah, I mean, I start putting my gloves on and shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not disrespecting you. I'm just saying the last two years, I, I think Katala's been a better rapper slash producer than anybody in the game. I, I don't I don't know who else will be in that category that we can compete mm-hmm. with them. Only one I know is possibly J. Cole, but I don't think it's just that flame. Yeah. And Kanye stuff ain't been like it ain't been. It ain't been terrible, but it ain't been on that quality level. Yeah. It's it's still it's still elite. It's still elite, but it ain't it ain't on Tyler shit. But it's cool. He about to get rid of the white girl. He about to go. He about to go get back. Get, get with Candace Owens. Once he get a black woman back in his life, it's over for you niggas. <laughs> well, Candace married to a white man, so he gonna have to wait for that divorce to get settled. Well, Kanye already broke yeah. up one marriage. What's another one? Another. <laughs> oh, again, I agree. But he she he gonna have to wait a little bit. But he's gonna be waiting a while. Divorce take a while, man. <laughs> As soon as he get a sister back in his life, it's over for you niggas, man. <laughs> yeah. I... Oh, that's that's gonna be a, a spectacle to behold. 
All right, but enough of the Tyler talk. Let's get into our next album for review. Uh, we got Miss Doja Cat with her album Planet Her. Uh, I'll kick this one off All as right. I pull up the track list real quick. Um, actually, like the project, I didn't. I don't know. It's kind of weird because Doja Cat is is, and I say this nicely. She's kind of like a weird artist per se. Like some of her songs, she'll get into like her little rap bag and you know she's got the different voices she projects and whatnot so some songs can definitely be hit or miss i would say i like more of the songs that i than i didn't like on this album but it definitely picked up more so towards the later half for me than up front like the title track i mean not the title track but the first track woman i hated that um, oh for real? yeah I, I didn't like that one at all i did not like it but i like more of the stuff towards the end like options um I liked Alone. There, there's a few on here that, that were pretty dope. Um, the one, what is the one called? Need to Know. I like that one a lot. That one was pretty cool. Um, and Love to Dream. I like that one also. So there were some songs on here that, that were pretty good. But, you know, those are, it's going to be hit or miss. If you're not a fan, I can see how you just could not like the album. But if you like Doja Cat, you like kind of the weirdness. And I do. I appreciate that. You know, I definitely would give this a listen. Uh, uh Nip, would you like to take this or how you? I know y'all was ready for me to start hating. Yep, yep, that yep, first yep, song, yep. That joint pulled me in because I'm not gonna hold you. I I was pleasantly surprised by this album. Uh, this is probably the first do do. I do say dojo, doja. Is it doja? doja. Cat? Okay, doja, <laughs> whatever. This is the first album of hers that I've actually given a real listen to, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I I like it. I, it don't get a four or five out of me, but mm-hmm. it's, it's it's good. It's a good joint. And then uh, what's the joint? Uh, take something, do something, something, whatever. You're oh, take about, it, yeah, or something. Take a take, get into take it, a, yeah. Yeah, some shit like you talking about drugs and sex. I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm down with it. So yeah, I. I'm not gonna say it's a classic or say if my girl put it on, I'm gonna ride with it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be cool with it, let it rock. She can hear her thing. I, I'm not gonna try to throw it out. Um, but I was definitely pleasantly pleasant, pleasantly surprised with the album. And I missed Man, the I deluxe. Mean, I, I didn't even know they had a deluxe on here. It's like four. Oh, I ain't songs know. That. I ain't know that shit. I don't. I don't, I don't want to get. Yeah, I'm not listening to the deluxe. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it that much. Yeah, I don't like it that much. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I'm I'm, I'm kind of with Nip Man. Like Doja Cat showed out on this thing, man. My 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 one of my biggest comments on here is that I did not realize that she could sing and actually well. Because yeah. I always hear her do those like different voice switch. Like, let's be real, she is a she is a child of Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. Right. But I think she can vocally sing better than Nicki Minaj, which mm-hmm. I mean that's not saying much, but saying something lyrically, I don't think she's on Nicki's level. But this was dope, man. Like it mm-hmm. it makes me think that if she were actually two things, either two things are gonna be both could be true, or one or the other could be true. Either she needs more life experience or she needs industry people to stop meddling in her album mm-hmm. because the talent that she has on this album, she can make a classic easily from the talent that she's displayed on this album, from the ability to be able to do R&B ballads, yeah. to actually do like real rap songs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> her versatility is crazy good. Mm-hmm. And 
that's what that's probably my only con of this album is that I feel like this album is scratching the surface to something that's in her that could be really, really, really good mm-hmm. if they let it show. But it just seems like trying to keep her pop is what's getting in the way of this album. If yeah. that, that makes any sense to you guys, like every mm-hmm. time I'm like, damn, that song slap, like you know, you uh you write mm-hmm. options with JID, like it's some slappers on it. I'm like, damn, she going in, like this is all right. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you get some like song like like you know, say so or some some, some stupid mm-hmm. pop song that like that's supposed to get her over with other people that ain't us. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she need to like get rid of them cats and no no pun intended, but get rid of them and then be like, hey, this is the kind of music I want to make. Or maybe this is the music she wants to make. And maybe mm-hmm. I'm reading into it too much because of how skilled I think she is. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a really good album. I mean, for me, it probably would be, yeah, if my man put it on, even borderline close to a bootleg for me, because I can see myself probably putting this back on what a young lady that's feeling Doja Cat and being like, oh, you heard the album? Nah, blah, blah. And like, we put it on and kind of just vibe out to it because she got some vibe songs on here too. Like, yeah. it, it, I think it's just a good, I think it's a really good album. I think it's a really, really strong album from someone, like I said, I, I was, I ain't gonna lie, I put on the headphones expecting to hate. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna listen to this Doja Cat thing and I'm about to bring out my Super Jason and go just shred this <laughs> thing up. Blow but the planet up. The, yeah, but that's what I'm surprised you said the opening track you weren't feeling from the opening track, going. Mother. I was like, damn, hold on, what's she right. doing? This Caribbean shit. That's the from? one that pulled me in, like, right? That's the, the yeah, opening track. I'm the like, one that got me stay there. Yeah. And even with the next one, I think it's called Next One's Nature. Even that mm-hmm. one keeps that vibe mm-hmm. going. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I am pleasantly surprised, and I like I like being wrong in these situations. I like when someone mm-hmm. is artistic and talented enough to put together uh, some work that I, I can admire and respect. Mm-hmm. I just think that whoever's marketing her. They should go mother and nature style, mm-hmm. almost um, make her closer to Rihanna, less to the the sold out Nikki style. Because all her singles are on some like weird poppy, change my voice and octave BS. Where like majority of his albums on some, her just spitting and singing. So I, again, I liked it, and I feel like when I'm saying I'm liking it, and I keep saying some negative shit about it, I think I'm just saying negative shit about how this talented young lady is putting out music to a degree that probably is below her talent level. And maybe that's why I feel like I feel like it's something more there with her, but it makes me, if she comes out with another album, I'm, I will listen. I, I will intentionally listen, not just listen because we got to review it. So that says a lot for me when I thought I was going to fucking hate it. So, Yeah. I wanted to follow up uh, with a question too, because I know we've covered a few pop um, albums at this point, you know, from some different young ladies. And again, I remember like Miley, Ariana Grande. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think we covered Taylor. We might have. I'm trying to think. Yeah, we covered to that bullshit. yeah we, <laughs> we covered Taylor. We covered Taylor Swift. Yeah, so out of all those so far, would you say this is probably like your favorite pop album? For me? Heard yeah, out yeah. of that group so far? I don't okay. even know if this counts as a full <laughs> pop album. Because this shit was a little groovy, but yeah, hell yeah. I can't I couldn't stomach uh, that other shit. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm probably gonna go Ariana by inch. Uh, I think Ariana, uh, and but it's biased too. I've been places where Ariana songs have come on, and I've mm-hmm. been outside, and mm-hmm. the reaction has been dope. So mm-hmm. I will probably have to see some of these songs get go outside and see the reaction. But I'm gonna go Ariana by a slight Where the edge. Fuck are you at that you hear Ariana Grande song? Man, look, because that, that stuff is palatable with no cursing, bro. So you can go to any little bar in Florida by the coast or by the beach. Like, 34, 35 is going to come on. 
positions mm-hmm. usually gonna come on and show these in there, they'd be like, oh shit, like even the system, like, oh, that's Eric. Like you get the you get the head nodding and your foot tapping like uh bro man playing the gazoo on a saxophone, bro. I can't front on that. Like, even with me, I'm sitting there and my head was nodding a little bit, and I'm like, damn, she got me in the groove a little bit. Like, them songs do come on, and they if you in the right spot, it's a nice little groove, man. So that's the only reason I'm gonna give it a slight head because I just seen the reaction. Gotcha. I like the um... don't worry. You said you're trying to find us flat Florida. You're gonna find out real quick, Nip. When you take your ass down there. <laughs> uh, I think I liked um this one the most too. I like Miley's a lot, but not more than this one. I don't know, it just is it was different than what I, I normally listen to. So, so yeah, Miley's cool. album was dope too. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, cool. So pretty pretty glowing reviews for Doja Cat's playing at her. And then moving right along to our last project here, we had Currency and Jeff Light Family. I believe it is Welcome to Jet Life is the name of the album. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Jet Life Recordings 2. They're giving us all that. Gotcha, yeah. So he's really putting the team on with this one. Um, to kick it off, I'm a huge friend, uh, Currency fan. So some of the artists that he featured I was familiar with already. But um, to me, I don't even know if this sounded so much like a, a posse album. I mean, like, Currency has such a presence on all the songs. He was doing the hook or, you know, he had verses on there in addition to the hooks that it kind of just seemed like another currency project where he was featuring more artists that you might not hear from normally. So, I mean, I liked it. I'm a currency fan. Um, I always like the stuff with Roddy on it, too. Roddy is pretty cool to me, too. But um, I would say nothing out of the park kind of struck me. It wasn't, like, exceptional, I would say. Kind of run-of-the-mill currency, which to me is right up my alley. I mean, I'm a huge currency fan, but. I would say I didn't feel as strongly about this project from his camp than I have from others in the past. So that's pretty much my thoughts on it. How'd you gentlemen feel about this? Uh, I'm gonna go and let Nip go uh, last. Cause I mean, I could just, still, oh. yeah, I'm gonna go real quick. Cause oh. I mean, I, I'm, I'm new to the currency thing. So for me, mm-hmm. every time I hear them, it's kind of just reinvention to me, for me hearing them. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool, man. I, I'm not, it, it, it's, it's always so nip when we go back and forth for some of our stuff. This really ain't for me. So mm-hmm. in saying that, I enjoyed it. I thought the production was good. I thought the lyrics were solid as hell. I thought they, mm-hmm. they did, you know, they did their thing. Like it's nothing yeah. negative I can say about it. It just is that outstanding to me. It exactly. just was a cool album. And if, if it's for you, I think you'll feel it. If it's not like it's not for you like me, it's just something that's like, all right, it, 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 I was passing the time while I was listening to it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the same. It's background music. The same yeah. thing. Uh, and no disrespect to Currency. I don't know. His voice is a little bit annoying to me. And, uh, that's the thing for me. I don't know why it is, but it just is. Like if you if I can't fuck with your voice, I can't fuck with your music. That's and a big thing to get over. Yeah. Yeah, his voice is kind of like ah, I can't listen to like an hour of this shit. Like mm-hmm. I had to take this shit in spurts. I had to stop. Listen to two mm-hmm. songs, stop. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> if my girl put it on, I'll leave that shit on, but I'm definitely not coming back to this shit. You can believe gotcha. that. Uh, uh, let me ask I'm the same this. with thing. I'm a two. I'm a girl. My girl put it yeah, on. Yeah, my listen. girl put it on. I'll, I'll let it rock, but I'm not going to be, oh, let me go back to the jet life. Like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to say it again. 
if my man's put it on, I listen. But um, I wanted to ask, did you, have you all ever heard his project with uh, Freddie Gibbs, Fetty? Uh, I feel like uh, I have. I feel like I've probably yeah, did. But I, mean, I don't. I gotta go back and listen to it again. Yeah. I think uh, Currency has some good showings on that one too. I feel like almost he's an artist that, depending on who he's working with, will kind of increase kind of his competitiveness a little bit with his bars. Because a lot of times he'll be so laid back on the tracks, especially when he, when he's working with a producer he's familiar with. Like, you just put it on, I'll be riding, I'll be zoned out. By the time I look up, it's been two hours I've been in the road and I'm still going. So, like, I, I could see how his voice can do that for some people. But I think when he's featured with other artists, he tends to put on a better performance. Um, so, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, I'll give it a solid three. Um, didn't hate it, okay. but also didn't love it. Okay. Shit. Ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, and then moving right along into the singles. Uh, Jay, I'll let you take this segment away. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's do this. So we got the first single we got is naturally our, our favorite dude in the world, Dub uh, Baby, Red Light, mm-hmm. Green Light, his new single on there. Nick, what you think about that single? Uh, It was cool. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't love it. Like, I don't. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm kind of off the baby, man. I, like the how he's awkward to me. He's like a fucking southpaw or some shit. Like I don't know. Like it's mm. just kind of weird. It's the way he raps is weird to me. I, yeah, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's just the baby. I don't know. I just whatever. That's all I got. All right, what about you? What about you, Chris? What's your thoughts? Um. Yeah, I'm kind of with Nip. I, I like the baby, but I'm starting to kind of relegate him in my head as turn up music. And I don't think I would try and listen to his projects for more than that. Uh, just because, like, every song sounds the same. It's, like, it's crazy to me. Like, you always, I mean, the beat will be a little bit different, but you know, like, his flow, his cadence is going to be the same for each project. Um, so sometimes it's kind of just yeah. drones on and I don't really pick up on what he's saying because my brain is kind of relaxing into this this flow state almost. It's like, okay, you just, uh, you're hearing the, the words, but it's just like white noise almost against the beat. So it was and cool. And let's keep it a uh, bean. His flow stinks. His cadence well, hard. Well, this shit stinks, bro. It's horrible. And I'm well, not saying not song is hard, the way he fucking raps stinks, man. It's I mean, duly noted for you, Nip. I I, I understand. Why I gotta be this guy, man? Why I gotta be that that dude? I'm tired of hearing about Walmart. I'm tired of hearing about him shooting somebody else on the other one. Like, okay, if you're not gonna be clever with it, stop bringing it up. This shit is annoying. I shot somebody. We're not gonna do this after we didn't watch to listen to a whole Migos album with the same cadence and the same niggas talking about the same shit, and they're gonna talk about the baby. Like, now I feel the same way y'all feel about the song, but. Yeah, we not gonna do this. But I'm equal in my hate of the baby. Shit is oh, the the... oh my god, it's, it's in it's in the beat. The baby just disregards the fucking beat, bro. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Make sure we understand what we what we about to argue about. I agree with you when you say like his cadence. You don't like his cadence and flow. I get yeah. that. But y'all not gonna see him be like, oh, y'all mad at him because he he rapped the same and rap about the same shit when we just did the whole that. album. Oh no! Again, I, 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 I said that. I, said I, I know. I'm, I'm directing oh, it at Chris. You, you could tell me you shot a nigga fifty times. I'm with that shit. <laughs> right. I'm with all well, again, I'm direct. I'm, di- I'm directing it at Chris. Oh, like, right. not supposed to here do that. And the oh, yeah. whole Migos album. Oh no! Of the same yeah. cadence rappers and the same talk, same shit talking. And we go out here be like, oh well, the baby. I just can't rock. Like we not gonna do that, man. We not gonna do that. 
No, I am. And the reason is because you're going to have rappers that are going to just talk about the same subject matter through, you know, a bunch of projects. But I'm talking about like two very specific events that he brings up in damn near every song. Like, and the thing is, he's never like super clever with it. It's like, okay, it's a bar that he puts in there about Walmart. It's a bar in there he puts about the freeway. Like Migos, they're going to rap about the same subject matter, but it's not going to be exactly the same each song. Hey, Even at a very hey, high you- level, look at Pusha. Like he's rapping about selling dope every song, right? But it becomes very different with his approach on the different projects. Hey. So that's why I just don't like when the baby does it. It's just annoying. I'm like, okay, I Let know. Let me you tell you something. Him. If a nigga try to kill me and rob me at Walmart for my baby, I just say that. Every fucking song I make, I'm going <laughs> to put his name in. And I'm going to say I smoked your ass in the Walmart parking lot. I don't know for what you talking about. I'm going to just say it at the beginning. It's going to be in the bit. Yeah, the nigga try to smoke me in the wall in front of my baby girl, nigga. Put his ass in the dirt. And then I'm going to start my song. I don't care. <laughs> it's going to be in gonna there. you're not going to act like 50% of Gucci songs don't have the same shit. And y'all was fucking Listen. with Gucci shit, too. And 50% Listen. of his songs talk about the same smoking the nigga, too. That he can't, uh, like, look, we not going to do this, man. Just I bet you roll with Nip, Chris, and go, I just don't like his fucking flow. That's why. Don't be like, oh, he just talking about the same things. And he just got, no, no we not going to do I'm this. I'm saying, I'm, saying, I'm tired of it. If somebody try to smoke me and I lift your ass out your boots, you just believe every song, every song I make, your name is going in that joint. Every song. <laughs> Every song, his name, his mama his name, outro, his father name, son, his mama, his daughter, his kid, his dog, everybody going to that motherfucker. Damn, you shouting out the Walmart greeter at the end of the song. Listen, anything, anything, buddy, that pushed the carts through with the little motorized joint, he going to hell. Shout out to Tim Tim. I'm saying, until held me down. Hey. All right, all right. Oh, we just spent way too much time on a whack ass single by the baby. So let's go ahead to uh, Jasmine <laughs> Sullivan's. Uh, oh, trust me, I didn't like the single either. But let's go on to Jasmine Sullivan's new single, uh, Tragic. Uh, Chris, what you thought? I hadn't heard it. I got to listen to it. Okay, that makes it easy. <laughs> Nip, what you thought? Whenever, whenever Jasmine went a little short, dark skinned baby, I got her. That's it. That, that's how that's going. Whenever she needs that, I'm pulling up. Give me a little, give me 32 seconds of your life, and then that, and that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh my god, Yo, five minutes. Oh, no hey, more, look, all you no need is just a little bit, bro. All you need just that's a little it. bit. I, fucks with it. It. I mean, Jasmine Sullivan can't do no wrong right now. I think she's just on a hot yeah. streak. All yeah. this does is it makes me wish she just would go ahead and drop a full album. We got the EP, good, it was great. This song is really good. Now I'm ready, just like Jasmine, you gotta give us the real shit now because well, that we, wasn't a real album. Got, the last I night? thought it was too. No, nah, it was an EP. It was an EP. Uh, man, that shit was an album. I'm tired of all this goofy ass. <laughs> yeah, me too. That shit's album. What are you talking about? Says the guy who likes classic music when he used to put out EPs all the time. Yeah, so. <laughs> True. So, anyway. But the EPs was albums. It was even EP or LP. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, we're not going to go into an EP and LP discussion. You got <laughs> right, it. You understand? Right, right, right. It was enough songs in there to say it's an album for you. I'm saying right. she said it was an EP, so that lets me know that her album will have more songs than what we just got. So I'm okay. excited for that. Let's say that. Right. Let's All say right. that. Right, cool. uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody fucks with it. I think it's dope. Uh, the next one we got is <laughs> DJ K Slay with 
Nip, Nip now granted guys, Nip suggested this shit for us. So <laughs> anybody goes and listens to this, I want to put that disclaimer. <laughs> if anybody listens to this, Nip suggested this. And DJ K-Slay rolling 110 deep. This song is 36 minutes long, guys. No, not an album. The song, <laughs> the single is 36 minutes yeah. long. That's a whole power yes. episode. I, yes, I said, <laughs> and, and some, and some. I sat yeah. my ass down to listen to all of it. All of it. And so, to go through here, you got <laughs> Sheik Luch, Styles P, Dave East. Who else we got on here? Uh, King Crooks. I mean, Crooked. I mean, I got to go through the... I got to actually just pull up... This the everybody. You got to put a spreadsheet on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's uh, Black Thought, Raekwon, Ghostface, um, who, as this thing is scrolling through. Inspector Deck is on here. It, I mean, it, it's just... It's everybody a lot. It's a lot. Everybody yeah, yeah, and their yeah, mom yeah. is on this shit. And, and, and again, the, the song is dope. If you want to listen to 36 Minutes of Somebody Rapping, if you here for that, K-Slay got the, got the song for you. If you're not here for that, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. And you maybe need to get somebody to listen to it for you and just give you time notes of when all the MCs you want to hear start rapping so you don't mm. got to listen to all the shit you don't want to hear. Because mm. I was going to do that, but then I got tired of doing it. So I was like, man, fuck that. Whoever want to listen to this, they don't listen to it on their own. If I got to suffer through it, now when I say suffer, I mean relative that it's 36 minutes long. Not that it was bad rhymes. The rhymes mm. on here top notch. But um, yeah, yeah, it, it's a lot. And I'm pretty sure, Chris, you did, you didn't listen to it, right? Well, and that was my question, too. So I listened to his Rolling 50 Deep that came out maybe like a, a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And are they using the same verses from that and just kind of adding it to the Rolling 100 Deep? Or is this a completely new song? I, I ain't never listened to Rolling 50. You had to ask Nick about that. Rolling 50 deep. Okay, no, because that will be my main deep. thing. Um, and I mean, yeah, if you're a rap fan and you got the time, you know, you're going on a long drive or something, why not throw it on? Because he does feature a lot of people that you probably might not hear from very often. Like I know on this last one, Ice T had a verse, Tretch had a verse. So people that you're not accustomed to seeing very much uh, these days, you know, they're all kind of featured on the project. So if you got the time, by all means. But I don't want to hear Ice T rap. I don't want to hear Law and Order nigga rap. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I suggested it, and I definitely, and I definitely didn't listen to the whole thing. I was just, I just threw it up like, hey, y'all niggas hear oh. about this shit. <laughs> And I knew he was on here, but I had to make sure I read. Roy Jones Jr. is on this song. So yeah. that's all you need to know about it. That's all we need to know about it. We're going to go on to the next. Y'all must, y'all must, y'all must have forgot, man. Y'all must have forgot. We're going to go right to the next one, man, which is going to be a little genre bending here. Uh, Blanco Brown came out, or Blanco Brown came out with a song, mm-hmm. uh, Nothing's More Country. For the ones who are listening, they go, man, who the hell is Blanco Brown? What are y'all talking about? That's the dude that made the Cowboy Boogie song. Mm. Yeah, a lot of y'all, I know a lot of y'all rock with that because I remember rock that. Dude, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's they go off. That they go off, especially when they got the, the video with Homeboy dancing to it. That should go off. Um, he came out with his uh, "Nobody's More Country," and uh, Chris, did you get a chance to listen to it? Sure didn't. I I forgot all about this one. What y'all think? <laughs> I forgot about it too, Craig. I listened to it about three minutes before, but that shit is definitely a country banger. I don't know, I don't know if country got bangers, but that shit is a country banger. I'm yeah. definitely yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. with it. I'm a, I, when, when I go to Longhorn, I'm gonna crush them to switch the, the Pandora station and put on some goddamn <laughs> Billy Blanks. What's his name? Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks. <laughs> Whatever the fuck his name is. 
Throw that shit on. Well, I eat my goddamn ribeye. I got them uh, spinach artichoke dip. Pull <laughs> 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 up, Billy Blake's. Well, look, yeah. Hey, look, I'm not going to lie, man. When um, Because the only reason I put it on there is because when the new music came out, I saw this dude. You know, he had the glasses and the grills in. And it's like, nobody's more country. And I'm like, that seems odd. And my wife is like, oh, yeah, that's the dude that made Cowboy Boogie. And I was like, oh, word? I was like, we hear this shit, man. That's it. Not what it knocks, and then it made me want to go listen to his album, which is I think it's a year old. His mm-hmm. album's I right too, and I was like, man. I mean, this this will probably be a discussion for another show because me and Nip mm-hmm. kind of halfway discussed it. Why are we ain't putting this dude up? Like we putting up Lil Nas X, or as Chris calls him, Lil Plan X, because <laughs> this dude got real heat, man. He got real shit going on with this. And yeah. anyway, anyway, we're gonna say that discussion for you, another you day. Already, why, we, we had a discussion, we know why he's not yeah. getting pushed like that. We <laughs> it's, it's pride month, so we're gonna chill out. <laughs> One you're not coming for my neck, little Nas X slander to the hell NFL. yeah. All right, let's go on in the Walmart TV box dress ass <laughs> head ass nigga. Hey, man, <laughs> Look, we ain't gonna do this. All right, right, we're gonna jump into music news real quick. Um, <laughs> we'll run through this one because we got a great, great culture discussion coming up. So Travis Scott says his new album is gonna be psychedelic rock. Nip, your thoughts. It better he better have George Clinton on that bitch, or I ain't listening to it. Ooh, okay, okay. Mm. Um, Chris, I, mean, your I know that's more up your you alley. Without, without, without P-Funk. Man, he, he got to put a couple tabs in the little disc, the album holder, the little album readout where they got all the features and stuff. He got to put a couple tabs in there so you know you get right, you get on your wavelength with the music, <laughs> everything vibrating and stuff. You'll be good to go. But no, I'm excited. Hey, I'm, I'm here for it too. I, I think that'd be a good look. Uh, Queen Latifah acknowledges her girlfriend and son at the 2021 BET and the 2021 BET speech. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess the better question is, did anybody think she didn't have a girlfriend? Like, mm-hmm. is that like supposed to be new news? Or they put it up there like it's like new news. Chris, Tony, any uh, surprise? I'm Look, tired of niggas coming out, man. Like this, like this. I'm tired of niggas coming out. I'm tired of the closet. I'm tired of niggas coming out. I'm tired of niggas saying they gay. Like nigga, I don't care. Like who gives a fuck? Like what? What? What the fuck, man? Oh my bad. What you do, G? Like I don't care. I don't. All right. What do you mean, her son? Whose son is that? Look here, man. You asked a lot of questions we don't care about. All right, Fat okay, Joe right, says he cool. doesn't. <laughs> Fat Joe says he doesn't think no one, he doesn't think anyone is better than Little Baby in this generation of rappers. Chris, agree or disagree? Uh disagree. Okay, do you who's Just better? Because the nature, better? I had to do some research, but I don't think Little Baby's the best. All right. Nip, agree or disagree? If we talking about within the last two or three years, I, I give it to Little Baby. Okay. Oh, the new I think I agree coming too. out. I, I give it to him. Yeah, I, I give it to him. If it's if we talking I about the last so. couple years of rappers coming out, I give it to him. All right, Cardi B is pregnant again. Let's go ahead and okay. get a name guess. Nip, what what name do you think she's gonna name her cow? Um, first one was Culture. I don't give it. She named the first baby <laughs> Culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, this is gonna what be a, Culture. What a K. Too. What a Culture too. Yes, 
I love it. <laughs> Chris. Chris. Dude, pull a George Foreman. George, George the third. George the sixth. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. No, my name is going to be Birkin. Ooh, Birkin. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised ain't nobody. I thought she was going to name it uh, WAP. You know what I'm saying? Give them oh, all the hits. Oh, God. <laughs> the RZA is making a, a DJ Scratch produced album. It is going to be Bobby Digital versus RZA arriving August 6th. Is this making anyone excited, or is this just one of those things we need to go to the next topic? Yes. I is Martin Shelley going to be the only one to get a copy? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> if that shit happens, I'm going to find Rizzo and beat his ass myself. Hey, yo. <laughs> I wanted to make this a very special, rare occasion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, yeah, hey, I'm look here, man. Yeah, I'm not either. Um. The Carter Three hits a billion Spotify streams. Is the Carter Three your favorite? Is it which Carter is the best Carter, Chris? I like two. Two nip. Say what? My bad. What Carter is the best Carter? What's the drink with Dark the Carter on? That's three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, three. All right, I'm going with a uh, Sean Carter. Uh, look, look, look. <laughs> Real quick, What's up? this is the perfect opportunity for Wayne to make an easy Sean smash. Carter. Just come out with a Billy. You had a Millie. Carter three hit a Billy. Make a Billy. Hey, uh, in respect to Wayne, man, like Wayne may be the only, and maybe because he started so young, Wayne may be the only rapper that that's kind of been doing it for this long that ain't lost something on this fastball for real. Like yeah. he ain't as great as he, he wasn't as great as his prime, but. He ain't mm-hmm. that falling that much off. Like the last couple, of, what hey. album we listened to? He's on. He kills that. Is it Tyler's? Yeah, kills that. He drew Tyler's drink that just came out. Yeah. He tore that shit the fuck up. He's yeah, like, like back into form. That's my that's say. my third favorite song on that joint. Like yeah, he may not have lost much on yeah. this fastball at all compared to most of these yeah. guys that's been in the game for twenty plus years. Like shout out to Wayne on that. Um, Derek Chauvin gets twenty two years. Was that enough, Chris? Uh... I think it should have been 25 to life. Woo, Nip. I think it was I think it was a decent sentence. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm it's the like, guy I'm not bad at it. I'm not like <laughs> arms, but I think he should have it should have been a little more stiff. You said the, the the Philly DA, them niggas giving out motherfucking bleed deals. You you can you can knock a nigga down and get out of eight. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, cool eight ball. Yeah, what they acting out here? They talking about the the standard sentence for that for that. I don't know if I read it wrong or not, but the standard sentence for that from for what was it? Murder two was uh um, yeah, was like a dime. You get ten for that shit, and then the, the judge was explaining it. He gave him an extra ten for um being in a position of power and abusing it and shit. So I don't mm-hmm. think it was a light sentence. I think it, according to the law, it was a fairly harsh. Sentence. I'm, I, yeah, 22 years. Is 22 okay. years. All right. Like, you know, I ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, we about to get into the the real juice here, and uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm a promise that I ain't I ain't gonna lose my temper. I ain't gonna yell. We're gonna have a real discussion. We're gonna enjoy this real discussion. Um, I'm gonna make sure that I keep my emotions low because I don't know what Nipper's gonna give me. I'm glad so, you can promise that. <laughs> <laughs> We go on yeah. our discussion today for the culture is can black people be racist? 
I'm I'm gonna go ahead and let uh Nip go ahead and get it started. I see he's pouring his knob creek, so we're gonna let him get it started here. And then we'll just go around and conversate as we go. All right. Uh, I, yeah, y'all already know what I'm about to say. Hell no, nah, black yeah. people can't be racist. Y'all already know that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know it in your heart of hearts that this is a dumbass question that people have been bringing up. With the, this shit, the reverse racism bullshit they kicking. <laughs> it, no, it can't happen. It, but why? <laughs> to be fair, but oh, because. Racism is the denial of opportunities based upon prejudice. Can black people be prejudiced? Yes. Can we say some wild shit about other races of people? Yes. Do we have the power in any community to deter the, the, the white community from, from doing whatever they're going to do in our community? No. But I also don't feel like racism is something that is... Um, that can be pushed like through the individual. Like I don't really care. Like name calling is not something that I feel like is detrimental to a community and shit. So I also don't feel like if 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 a white person drops the N bomb or says some shit like that, it's gonna affect my life adversely. Like I don't really give a fuck about that shit either. Um mm-hmm. it, it doesn't hold what much weight. I care about shit like redlining and you know, uh, school systems being fucked up and uh, things of that nature. Niggas not getting reparations and shit like that. Whether somebody uses bad language or thinks that I eat chicken wings in 40s every day doesn't <laughs> affect me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a shit about that. So, yeah, that, that, uh-huh. that, that's that's my stance on that. Okay. Uh, Chris, you have a rebuttal. Do you think black people can be racist? No, I don't think um, black folks can be racist. I mean, we can be prejudiced, you know, like it was explained, but I don't think blacks can be inherently racist just because of the power dynamics and stuff in this country. Um, I would kind of disagree with Nip, though, about the whole language thing. I don't I don't think stereotypes are like Nip was saying, like, I don't if somebody has a stereotype, you know, I don't care. But I do think that maybe not in a singular case of one individual, like using a lot of language and stuff like that. But I think if you have a nation of people kind of buying into like racist language and racist thought and stuff like that, it kind of can have a, a fanning effect per se and get people riled up. And then they want to like go and act on some of these things that are being said. Like, you know, just look at President Trump and some of the stuff that's happened with him, you know, his rhetoric and his speeches and stuff, how it's kind of emboldened you know, white supremacists in the country to feel a little bit more uh, loud and boisterous than they have in past years. I think that's an example of, you know, kind of language and how impactful it can be when it's projected to a large enough group and audience. So that would be my only kind of rebuttal. But other than that, I pretty much agree with Nip. Well, but how Man. how is that affecting niggas, though? Because if you have people, a bunch of uh, angry mob and they're all hopped up, you know, you have a demagogue or something saying, hey, this is whatever racist stuff he's spewing, and it's riling people up, and then they want to go do some sort of action because they're riled up. I think that's a cause and an effect. Yeah, but they don't play that shit that. in, like, black communities. When they tried to pull that Proud Boys bullshit up here in Philly, they was they was about to go to, like, the little um, 
who's that clock not clock park what's the other park over here mm-hmm. uh they were supposed to come do a little proud boys demonstration and it was mm-hmm. like in the it was like in the real liberal area feel like university c and all that mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the niggas on the other side of 52nd street heard about that shit you think that shit went down negative <laughs> no but i mean look <laughs> at the, did not the, come outside. the you said what look at the Look at the march that happened with the the tiki torch march and everything. You remember, and people was driving through with the oh, car. Uh, people got killed. Charles, off of that. Charleston, Charleston, or Charlottesville, yeah. or, uh, Charlottesville, 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 Charlottesville. Exactly, and that was a direct result of the type of rhetoric that was being propagated by Donald Trump. And you had this march, and a lot of violence happened. People end up losing their life because people got riled up in a driving car into the audience, and I think a few people ended up. Getting hurt and one or two even got killed. I yeah, believe. I think one of the white girls got killed in there and shit. Yeah, not. So I, I didn't mean, mean can... to say it like that, but mm-hmm. my bad. I didn't mean to say it like that. Somebody did lose their life protesting. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was fucked up. Not yeah. trying to be insensitive about that shit, but mm-hmm. yeah. So I think it can I have an effect. General. I don't think it's because you know you hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, words do not matter on an individual basis. I'm right there with you, but I feel like if you got a whole country kind of talking about the same thing and they get on that same tip and it emboldens people to want to kind of make movements based on race and have clashes and stuff like that. I feel like that is a direct result of some of that language, but I'll leave the floor over to Jason. I don't want to take it too long. Man, I know. No, you I mean, it's just, you're having a, it's a good conversation. Um, So I, I came in here perfectly thinking like some one of us is going to be like, <laughs> yeah, black people could be racist. Blah, blah, blah. And so, Yes, I'm a firm believer that black people cannot be racist, but for the sake of devil's advocate, because mm-hmm. this is a boring conversation, if we all agree, yeah. I'm going to say that yes, black people can be racist. Again, I'm making a sake of devil's ar- 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 advocate <laughs> argument here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if he is an individual hates white people because I think that white people fucking are a ruination of this country mm-hmm. and a ruination of everything they touch, and it's all associated with their whiteness. Am I not a racist at that point? Because I'm only associating my hate based off of their race and attributing their their colonization habits purely to their race. Am I not racist now? How does that affect the white community? But here's the thing: racism affects people. But being a racist is an individual uh, attitude. It's an individual perspective. Because all, all of us live in racism. All of us live in racism. If we're gonna fuck with Google and Webster, then yes. Yeah. In that term, yeah. Then, then okay. But I mean, but but I'm saying it's a, Yeah. Fine. Go ahead. I mean, let's let's be real. Like we we know plenty, and we because you talk about old, <laughs> we know plenty of old black people in our family. That oh. you can make an argument is racist as hell. Oh, because oh, they be get, straight like all oh, fucking none of them crackers. I get all my racial epithets from my granddaddy. my point is like, is he not individualized? If he's not individually a, is that individualized racist? Because mm-hmm. yes, can, now can racist contribute to the society of racism that goes to you guys' point? Absolutely. But if mm-hmm. I'm in my home being like, I can't stand these crackers. And I wish a cracker would. Am I not a racist? Am I not sitting here being like doing the same thing if a guy was sitting in front of his TV going, I can't stand them ninjas and I wish a ninja would? Is that not the same rhetoric? I think it's the same rhetoric, but I wouldn't call either one of those people a, a racist. What would you call them? Just... I mean, besides ignorant. People... but besides... Uh-huh. Yeah, that's pretty much what it would, what it would be because a, a white guy in his house and in, 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 or in his, in his trailer 
with his goddamn Budweiser saying, I hate niggers, they taking all the jobs. I don't give a fuck about cuz. Like, he's not really stopping. He's not stopping the show. Kinda lang is yeah, nice. But, <laughs> right. Yeah. He, he's not stopping the show on a general scale of the the over the general scale of the system, but is he mm. not individually exhibiting racism through an individual which would make him a racist? Like to go to the point of a black person, like is he are they not and, and let's be real, it is self-hating black folks. Can can they not be racist as well? Because they can affect you. If a black person calls the cops on another black person, you still go. It's, let's say it's a black woman. Let's say your, your friend Candace Owens. She like, oh no, he 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 out here bird watching. I gotta get him. And she called the police on you. And she come, they come and they see you, regardless that it was a black woman that called it on you. Wouldn't it still be the same effects of treatment that they do that if a white woman would have called the cops on you? That's a fact. I've had that happen to me actually, but I still don't. Racism is an individual to me. I don't, I don't see it as like an individual. Well, thing, no, I agree. Right? Racism is it, but yeah, Carson is being a racist. So when we talk about well, racism, think... it's usually it's an individual type of mentality. It's a personal yeah. thing. I think it, one can be like um, they can have stereotypes and biases, but I think racism is if we're going to go based on the definition, the belief that one's race is superior to another. So I think somebody right. people can buy into a lot of stereotypes, but I don't necessarily think that means that they think that a certain race is better than another. I feel like once you start to think like, okay, the white racism, the superior race on the planet or, or whatever, that's kind of where racism comes into play. Cause then you're saying that race is better, is superior to the others based on traits, you know, whether it be physical or whatever, these certain traits make, this particular race better than the others. But if you're just kind of buying into stereotypes or something, I wouldn't necessarily call that racist. I would say that's more so prejudice. But if you have the belief that your race is better than all the other races, based on the Western's dif- you know, definition that's in there, I would say that's racist. I, I guess, too, I would say my last argument for the devil's advocate is that do I, I believe that there are black people that are white supremacists, or at least white nationalists, because they buy into the white agenda and they promote the white agenda, they promote the colonization and the oppression of people, even though they're black. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I don't know if we, I guess we should ask if you all believe that, but I'm saying since I believe that, then I feel like then there is a room or a place for a black person to be racist if it's a room and a place for them to be a white supremacist. Yeah, I would, I would agree because you know. You could have this, think of it like a sleeper cell almost, right? You got somebody there, they may look just like you, but the whole time they're sitting here subverting, maybe people got stuff going on in the neighborhood, positive, they're trying to subvert that, or they're just teaching their kids, like propagating a lot of the stereotypes that are harmful to black families and black communities and, you know, just speaking bad about what's going on. And maybe they're supporting individuals who directly have hands in some of the policies that kind of affect black people in the nation, you know, that could be considered white supremacy. Now, if you're saying that that person is a white supremacist, I mean, yeah, in that case, I don't think this color of your skin necessarily prohibits you from participating in white supremacy. What about you, Nick? What do you, white supremacy, I mean, black or they people? Just got hit with, or they just got hit with the undercover brother juice. 
They didn't fed the nigga mayonnaise and shit. Turkey sandwiches with mayonnaise. And then the turkey, yeah, and then the turkey was guesting and shit. That's all Damn. that is, man. They, they ain't been around they folks long enough. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all that is. Yeah. You bring it around, you uh, bring now. around seat. Season all and some goddamn <laughs> some goddamn drums and shit. This should have changed. Hot sauce. You know what I'm saying? You feed Candace on some hot some hot sauce and bring around some goddamn some 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 some, some, some hip hop and some shit. She'll be sure that's why I wanted to get what, what, what goddamn Kanye is. Well, yeah, I hear for you. Now, granted, let me make sure my beliefs are known because I know everybody's gonna hear this. But can I play devil guy? I'm with them. Black people can't be racist because at the end of the day, no matter how much I may hate white people, my hate of white people is based off. The persecution and oppression that white people have put on us for hundreds of years. My hate mm. of white people and most people's black people's hate of white people does not come from them being white. It comes from them being an oppressor, not about mm. their race. So we are prejudiced and maybe have some bigotry in us, but we are mm. not racist because, again, if white people all around the world started treating us with respect and not oppressing us, we would not have feelings of hate. Where white people, on the other hand, regardless of how they treated us, no matter what, have mm. all a lot of them hate us. Just because we're black, because we don't have the power, we don't have the structure, we don't have any of the things that gives them an advantage or a privilege, but yet they still hate us. So yeah. that will mind the reasons why they can still have that, but we can't have it because at the end of the day, it is nothing, like you never said, it's nothing that we can do that can affect them or the structure. They have to relinquish the power of the structure for us to get whatever we want or whatever freedom, quote unquote, we perceive. Again, black people's hate of white people isn't based on their race. It's based off what they've done to us. Let's just yeah. call it what it is. It's name. It's fucking name calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's based off it's them being what they were historically. It just uh-huh. happened. It's, their race is what has been what has done that to us historically. And look, call, even we, think about, even think about the word cracker. Right when I was little, I did not understand the correlation that it had with slavery. I thought you were just calling white people crackers because oh, it's saltine. It don't got flavor. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> that but no, that too. it's come from <laughs> that too. I, people say, that too. Whips. I mean, yeah, but like, if you think about yeah, it, it's cracking, whip, yeah. cracking whips. And so I know when I was little, you hear the, the argument. I well, think niggas made that. I think niggas made that shit up. Cracker is a cracker. Because yeah. that nigga like a cracker. And he's like a saltine. Niggas make that shit up all the time. The same way niggas talk about, oh yeah, me Gus for niggas. No, it's niggas, man. What the fuck are you talking about some goddamn? Well, that's originally the knee Gus. No, motherfucker, it's niggas. We niggas, it's niggas. Like, come on. What Kendrick say? N e g u s. N e g u s. No, motherfucker, it's niggas. N i g g a. Throw a z o s on the end of that bitch. I understand we trying to be uplifting and positive and all that shit. That that shit not the same shit. It ain't. Hey, remember when Big Range tried to freak it? Crack ain't got shit to do with no goddamn whip. It's a goddamn saltine. That's what the fuck it is. <laughs> I remember Big Range tried to flip it. He was like, uh, never ignorant. Getting never goals ignorant getting goals accomplished. Get the fuck out of here. It's niggas. Niggas. <laughs> well, Chris, you want to go and wrap the show up, Chris? Uh, I think we had a great, great show here. Yeah, yeah. We had a, a nice, nice tight shot for you all today. Um, Again, we'll be back next week for more topics. Hopefully, we get some more music. I feel like we've been getting a, sh- a steady stream of uh, decent music here lately. You know, even some some good projects been kind of flowing through. So, looking forward to more releases, some big names. Uh, we'll see who we got next week. Uh, of course, you know we're gonna bring you that heat with the music reviews, our top threes, and then also we'll get into some music news and culture talk for you all. But be sure to share, like, follow, and subscribe to us on our different platforms. You know, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, Anchor FM if you want to listen to the audio stream if you're in the car or something and also Spotify. So be sure to check us out. 
and engage with us. You know, did we have a crazy take on racism here in America? Do you think we were absolutely wrong? Um, did you absolutely hate Tyler's album? Do you think Doja Cat suck? Let us know in the mm. comments. Tell us how you feel. But other than that, we'll be back with you next week. Peace. King Kong ain't got shit on me. <laughs> this is a head cannon production. Circus duction. <laughs>